Howdy folks, welcome back to Willie Sportsman Show. Today I have a really good update episode for you, and I just have so much to share with you. Um, I shot a turkey, if you've been following the Instagram, uh, you would have seen that bird. Nice Tom, more about that later, but really, the big deal right now is Alaska. Now, if you have been listening to previous episodes, you would know that I am leaving for Alaska to go work up there uh, on the halibut charters. And if this is your first time hearing this, uh, well, now you know. <laughs> I am leaving in one week from today. Today is Friday, uh, April 28th, and I am so stoked to get up there and get working and have some fun. That's it's huge. Um, I This is this is just really, really weird to me because time has flown incredibly fast because it feels like it was yesterday that um, I accepted the job offer and I was going to start getting things ready. So it's kind of crazy to see that. Um, classes are done for me for college. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. I have finals coming up and I leave the day after my last final. So that I'll be gone for three and a half months. I'll be back around mid-April. Um, and you guys won't hear from me until then. I'm sure if you're following the, the Instagram page, I'll be posting some pictures here or there. Uh, but as far as episodes, you probably won't be hearing much. But uh, good news for you, when I did my registration for the fall, I left it a little bit more laid back than uh, this spring semester, even the last fall semester. So hopefully I can keep up with putting out consistent episodes and uh, just getting out hunting, fishing, just doing what I love. And, for, you know, the fall is the time to do that. So uh, that's kind of my goal for that. Um, but it's just crazy to think, you know, one week, um, starting to get everything packed up and, and kind of ready to go. But there's some work that needs to be done before then. But uh, let's not worry you with my bothers let's talk about this turkey that i have on my instagram so this is um my first turkey in two years and my first tom in probably five or six so i ended a big cold streak there <laughs> which is pretty sweet i uh i it was gonna be a struggle getting out this year i knew that going into it because these birds were still in their winter groups and what that means is is that they're all together um, the toms and jakes and hens are all mixed in together, which leads to really tough hunting because you have to get all of them to move to you unless you can pattern them and kind of set up where they usually go. Um, but it's really tough. And the hardest part is get moving that whole group and um, and also not getting busted because let's say there's 30, 40 birds in this group. That's 80 eyes and 80 very good eyes that it only takes one to think something's a little wrong and they're all gone um so uh, i got out the only week i really could um it was a bee season here in uh in minnesota and i went out on an opener which was oh that wednesday i forgot what week that was otherwise i'd tell you the dates and all that but i had class that morning i went had class then i went out hunting and i saw some birds immediately and actually i couldn't get to my blind because there was birds in the way so then I tracked kind of around this parcel of woods. So there's like a parcel of woods and field pretty much on the whole south side of this 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 uh, woods. And I kind of looped around to the west. And I could still see some birds there. They were like right in front of my blind yet. And I was able to sneak into the woods um, and just kind of close the distance and in the middle of this woods, there's a cornfield that's like a perfect square, which is kind of funny. And from where I was at, there's only a thin strip of woods that I needed to get through to get to that field. And I knew there'd be birds in that field because what I had noticed 
when walking in that day is that they weren't in their winter groups anymore. There was the group I saw was a big group of, of uh, Jake's and hens. And I was like, hey, you know, the toms are off by themselves. Um, so I kind of crawl slash really slowly walk up this hill until I see uh, I see some heads <laughs> in this cornfield. And it's all like picked, you know, so it's just stubble. And there is five toms sitting in this cornfield. And this cornfield is at the top of this hill where when I was walking through the woods, I had to go almost pretty vertical to kind of climb up the side of this this little wood line. And uh, I saw them and I tried calling a little bit. It was really windy, so I have no idea if they could hear a thing. But um, they kind of kept walking over towards me, not really paying too much attention. But they were scrapping a little bit, and it was kind of cool to see that they were fighting a little bit. Uh, but I was just kind of tucked behind this little dead, I don't even know what kind of tree it was, but it had five stems, so I could kind of peek through the, the different stems to see if these birds kept coming and closing the distance. And at the very closest, they got to about 80 yards, um, which is most comfortably not doable for, I'd say, 99% of turkey hunters out there, especially without TSS. I don't shoot TSS. Uh, I wasn't even going to try it. They are way too far. I know my limits. Um, and they just kind of kept meandering down the field line a little too far out. And I had a very, very quick decision to make. It was, okay, they get over this next hill on this cornfield. I get up and out of here, get on that field, and set up where I think they're going to head for supper tonight or where they're going to go eat. Or do I keep tracking them along in this wood line? Because they were kind of following this wood line. And I knew, hey, when they get to this corner of this field, they're probably going to go in the woods. But for me... It did not make a lot of sense to try to run those birds down because if I would get busted, those birds would be gone, you know, and there, there wouldn't be a, a chance, any chance of, of getting after those birds. So I chose um, I chose to get up after they, they cleared the next hill, and I got up and on, on the field, and I set up on this little pathway from the first cornfield where I saw those, those birds and, and then the cornfield I was at now with, with the toms in them. And I knew that they'd be going back and forth, eat in the one field, and then I knew where they roosted as well. So I kind of set up somewhere where I had an opportunity if I stayed there long enough, something was going to walk by. And that's exactly what I did. Um, it only took me about maybe an hour uh, of sitting under this tree that I found uh, to see some birds. And they were jakes. There was four of them. And I had my binoculars and my rangefinder and all that. And it was very cool. There's watch them you know and for some unknown reason they kept walking kind of towards me um i could have shot all of those jakes like 10 times over it was ridiculous but uh, i told myself you know it's the first day i don't want to shoot a jake I, I think i want to wait for a tom and that's what i did and it wasn't too much later and a group of probably two or three hens came out of the field in the same spot and these jakes and these hens kind of like ran towards each other and kind of regrouped, uh, which was really weird to me. I don't know exactly why they, they regrouped the way they did, but I noticed when I was watching them on the far side of this field, probably all of 250 yards away, 300 yards away, I saw movement on the kind of by the wood line, but on the field. So I pull up my binoculars and it's a big shredder and he hasn't gobbled nothing. I didn't hear a gobble this whole hunt except the one very far out in the distance. But these birds were not fired up one bit. Um, and actually, the, these group of hens that were in here with these jakes, they were doing their yelps, you know. And that Tom, he would only strut 
in reaction to those yelps. He would not gobble. He did not run. Nothing like that. And actually, when I first saw that movement, there was two birds there, two toms. And I was like, oh boy, like, here we go. Like, come on. Because I thought they would compete with each other a little bit and get to those hens, but they didn't. One just kind of went, and he kind of went the opposite direction, which was real weird. And the other one started closing that distance very slowly. Uh, and now this group of hens and jakes, they were directly to my left. They kept kind of working back towards my, I'd call it the 7 o'clock location. And so how I was sitting here is there was a path between these two cornfields. I was sitting facing, um, let's call it the north, just to make it easier for you. And this field was all out to my west, and then the other field was out to my east. And I could see that field on the west because I was close enough and far enough west where even when I was facing north, I could see that field just fine. And um, so these birds just kind of kept dragging that tom over and kind of bringing them and bringing them. And that tom... He, uh, he was, he was a big bird and I, I knew that from the, the get go when I first saw him and he kind of kept closing the distance and closing the distance. And it, meanwhile, I wasn't calling one bit, you know, I had a lot of hens and Jake's right next to me. The hens were, go, were yelping, you know, that they're nobody better than, than to do it than them. Um, and that time just kind of kept coming in, kept coming in and those birds ended up dragging that Tom so close to the wood line that I could get a shot off. And that's uh, that's what I did. The first shot I took wasn't a very good one. There was some brush in the way. I probably shouldn't have taken it, but it was, if I don't shoot now, he's he started quartering and cutting off the corner of this field, and he was kind of heading back towards the middle of the field. So if I hadn't have hadn't shot when I did, he, uh, he would have kept getting out further, and it would have made that shot significantly tougher if I'd have taken it any other time. Um, I shot... It did not look like a hit. Uh, something was wrong. You know, he, I didn't hit him. He didn't, nothing, nothing changed. Um, and he actually ran a little bit closer to the wood line and back where I had a better shot angle. Um, and I shot him there and he, he crippled, uh, you know, and I, I ran up there and I was just overjoyed that I, I shot my first turkey. And meanwhile, this whole time from the time I got out there, the time that bird was down was probably three and a half hours. Uh, my butt was really sore. I didn't have a turkey vest. I wasn't expe expecting to sit anywhere other than my blind that day. <laughs> um, but I, I made it work. Um, something that I think really impressed, I impressed myself with the way I maneuvered this first shot is that when this, this I had some trees kind of in front of me, when this time was closing the distance, I kicked up on my knees. And that way I could elevate for that first shot a little bit and kind of get up a little bit more and that way I could try to avoid as much like low hanging brush as I could and that's what I did although the first shot wasn't successful the second shot was for that reason um you know and then I I called my dad right away and told him I got one and he's all excited and I sent him some pictures I sent some pictures of my brother and um overall try to get some good self-timer pictures but I was just overjoyed that I was able to get a bird um ended up having a nine and a half inch beard <clears throat> and uh, inch long spurs. Uh, I'd never got a weight on it, but that was a pretty solid bird. Um, it was just a crazy experience, you know, and it wasn't that traditional turkey hunt where they're gobbling their heads off and you're shaking like, you you know, those gobbles are cutting you down to the core. But um, it was overall a good hunt. 
Um, I think if I could change one thing, I would have liked them to gobble more. I love it when they gobble. You know, you call, they respond, and they start closing the distance. That is so exciting. Um, but I was working with what I had, and um, I'm glad I took the opportunity I did because that was a nice bird. And it was actually really nice, too, as bad as it sounds, because it gave me more time to work on my schoolwork. Um, I was willing to put my, all my almost all my schoolwork on hold to chase turkeys that weekend. So getting one the first day was really advantageous for me um, and actually a really nice kind of side benefit, I guess you'd say, of uh, of the whole situation. But I was I was thrilled um, and I made I made some turkey nuggets for supper on uh, on Sunday night for my family. And the rest is going to be meals for later in the year. But uh, that it was the only bird that we got this year. My dad and my cousin actually got a tag as well. And uh, they weren't able to capitalize on their opportunities. Um, so we're all done now. And we have one bird, which is a lot better than the last two years where we've had zero birds. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but that's my, my turkey success. And funny enough, I was looking and that is my first shot turkey since I started the podcast and funny enough this is the 50th episode, which is crazy to me. Um, just wow. Uh, what a life to live in, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, that's, that's my Turkey success story. And I guess this is goodbye for the time being three and a half months, uh, in Alaska. And I'll be keeping you guys updated on Instagram. My Instagram is at Willie sportsman show. And you're going to notice one thing quite a bit when I'm posting these pictures is that I have my relevant sunglasses on. They are a sponsor of the podcast and you can use code Welly at checkout to save 10% off your order. Um, they're some of the best science-based solutions for the outdoor enthusiast and their sunglasses are killer and they're not limited to sunglasses. So you need to check them out at relevant.life. And that is also their Instagram handle too. But uh, use code Welly at checkout and get yourself some. And uh, that's what I'll be repping all summer long. And uh, yeah, well, thank you for listening. It was a short one. There's a quick update. And uh, I really look forward to, I don't know, heading to Alaska. <laughs> Thanks for listening and God bless.